Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a musical journey of Atelier. Atelier Ayash and Alexander, an up-and-coming duo from Cape Town. There's something to fill an hour EP, including remixes from Perel and SBTH, is currently played by Dixon, Sandrino and more. Time for an interview with shooting stars about their musical journey and of course their home South Africa. Enjoy! Atelier with Yash and Alexander. We're here in Berlin. Actually, we met online because I presented your new EP, Something to Fill an Hour, on Tunes and Wings as a Fresh Monday tune. You played at Katablau on Saturday because you're right now in Berlin, actually from Cape Town. How does it come? Tell us a bit about your story and your, yeah, your background. So I'm taking the first thing here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, we've, we've been writing music together for the last kind of, was it three years? Three years or so? Um, yeah, I mean, we started living together at one point. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were living together at one point, but we've been, we've been friends since we were like five years old. Our parents became good friends and... Um, Then at one point we started living together in an apartment, started making some really shitty radio music, <laughs> and then started uh, just taking a lot of time to find our, our sound and what we wanted to, what we wanted to say, really. Um, and yeah, Alex, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I suppose after making a couple of tracks and stuff, we decided let's kind of give this a go properly and went for like the album route first, um, which also meant that we could kind of start kind of putting together a live show. And um, it took a bit of time after, after finishing it um, and kind of sending it to friends and getting some feedback and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, we were super happy when we really got a reply from Thomas and uh, Matthias from Lostless and they seemed to really like it. So yeah, I suppose, um, Yeah, we had the, the single that came out the last month and the album will be coming in early 2019. So kind of ev everything has been super cool so far, yeah. Yeah, it seems like the Cape Town easiness lying on the beach and everything comes to you, but it's of course not that way. <laughs> I believe you had a lot of work in the last month with your EP and with the coming upcoming album. Um, Take us a bit deeper into the musical journey of the past month or two years. Well, something um, it's quite, I think it's quite interesting about Something to Fill an Hour was that it was one of the first songs we recorded um, uh, and th that we kind of knew that this was the Atelier sound. And I wrote it two years prior to us recording it in this little wooden house in North Thailand where I was living for nine months. And I wrote it on this real, like, shitty guitar that was this weird Vietnamese nylon string guitar and I started writing it because of like that feeling when you feel like you're just something to fill an hour for someone you're not like it doesn't last much longer than that and then I came home and I told Alex a story and he said well, get in front of the microphone and start singing and it just 
it just kind of happened that way. And I think that's always why and why you asked us why we referred ourselves as the band is that I come from a folk background and and metal and punk and Alex also started, but Alex was the one who started with uh, the DAWs and stuff in high school. Even he was starting on that, and so we we try and mesh these two worlds together, as opposed to I don't know trying to go straight down the line on one thing. Like we're not trying to make club music. We're not trying to you know like at one point we see people like holding each other and kissing and stuff while we're playing, and that's great. And then the next minute they're dancing around and waving their hands in the air and that's also great so yeah bit of everything yeah yeah I think I think we also try and try our best to go the extra step when when we are writing music together like um, not to make something that is kind of disposable but to try and really make something that means something and it has some kind of longevity to it but um like one of the extra steps that we did with uh, with the album that is that is on the way is um, we managed to get in touch with somebody from our school and uh, who gave us a key to our like this 800 seater church and we went and um, one night Yash made a bunch of signs because we weren't supposed to be there put them up on all the doors and um, set up a bunch of microphones in there and played the played like the kind of the pre-master of the album into the into the space and. Uh, kind of recorded the ambience that was kind of we're getting off the walls and that sort of thing and laid that over everything and some feedback that we got from friends were like wow I can't believe you guys did such this mission to like to 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 do this but for us it's just like of course we'll do this I mean if, if there's a chance that it can make it like that extra little bit special we we will do that for sure such a great idea and really a cool extra yeah and how, because um, for your EP, you already mentioned that you gained uh, Thomas, for example, um, and his partner, and Perel. How did you manage this? Um, yeah, I mean, that, that came from Matthias and them. They were, they were looking for some people, and they spoke to some people, and then they said, look, this, uh, we found this artist, Perel, who wants to do a, a track, and... Um, I was I I hadn't heard I, mean, I heard a one song the D D Dimension mm -hmm. uh, I heard I heard that song and I was like oh that's killer I mean it yeah. would be great and I've got a huge soft spot for the 80s so and I know she will probably hate me saying this but she's not typically 80s but there is some of that kind of flavor <laughs> in there and it was I, lo I not put it. her in a niche <laughs> no she definitely cannot be put in a box that's for sure and great if you hear this yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> But she, uh, yeah, she's a really talented. And I, I love the, yeah. I love the music Absolutely. that she made. Yeah. And now your journey brought you from Cape Town to Berlin. You already mentioned before that it's not your first time here in Berlin. But um, yeah, what was the final choice then to be here right now? Um, I feel like for for the growth of our of our project, I mean. Um, It seems like even the first time that we that we played over here in Europe, which was which was last year, it just somehow made sense when we saw the reaction when when we were playing and like it felt it felt totally right. Um, I'm not saying that it feels wrong in Cape Town, but it seemed to make it just seemed to make sense when 
when we were playing and we saw the reaction and of course the labels over here and um, it's it's really important for us or I think um, to be in this environment where we can get feedback from people that uh, we look up to and to also to go out and um, listen to inspiring music and I mean it was a real pleasure to uh, hear for example Thomas and Matthias play the remix um, one night when we were out together here and uh, Sandrino playing it a couple of weeks before I mean and those sort of moments are, are really special and I think it's really important for, um, for our project that we are involved with this instead of being couple of thousand kilometers away so yeah. that's that's an important thing as well about South Africa is that it's just like we because we're starting out we are still uh, like geographically challenged you know yeah. we're at the very tip of, of Africa and very few promoters are going to fly over to beginners yeah. you know to Europe to start so when you base yourself in a place that's quite central you know even though Berlin's like East Germany but still uh the possibilities for someone to fly to Zurich or to Paris or wherever for a show is a lot easier, you know, yeah. so... Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I mean, some DJs say that if you come to Berlin, you're one among 100. Um, but you managed really to, yeah, start from the beginning and st or start through, how do you say, you were like the rocket from the beginning? <laughs> I mean, your your um, EP is available in the Muting the Noise um, store. Trick is following you. Sandrino is um, playing your track. Parel is really um, yeah, supporting you with a remix. You really managed to gain a lot in a short time. That's really a nice thing that you that you did in the past months. Yeah. It was, it was really bizarre uh, seeing that video where where Dixon was playing the Parel remix because. That was my first introduction to um, that kind of music. It was in 2014, I think he came and played at CTMF uh, in Cape Town. And uh, Alex knew a lot about that music, but I, I didn't. I was still just rock and roll and folk and whatever. And then we went to go watch that, and that was like the beginning of a long journey for me. And then seeing him play that. And a voice is like a really personal thing, you know? So when I hear my voice and people singing or words it's still it's never going to be normal to me so that was quite a trip I must say yeah. Yeah. Um, well I like to think it's because people like what we're doing but it's also a huge thanks to um, to the way Thomas and Matthias run Lostless I mean they really they really are kind of um, in touch with the right people and I mean when they sent it out to the kind of their contacts it was uh, it was really received really well so I mean and me played it as kind of like the first track in his mm -hmm. uh, kind of music radio show and I mean this was just from from kind of sending it out and uh, yeah it was like I think we have a lot to be thankful for that um, that the guys at Lostless like what we're doing and we, we are part of the family, so that's really cool for yeah. us, yeah. So right now in Berlin, we have five degrees. <laughs> Back home in Cape Town, 
it's much warmer, I guess, 35. around 35 right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's go back to your hometown. Um, yeah, tell us a bit about the scene there. Um, what is happening right now in Cape Town in terms of the clubs, in terms of artists maybe? What can you tell us about the scene? I, I mean, I think it's constantly growing, which is uh, which is really fantastic. And um, I mean, there there has been a push to bring over artists. I mean, for example, uh, Cape Town Electronic Music Festival. I think is kind of one of the people at the or one of the groups at the pinnacle of recognizing what is happening over here in Europe and being able to bring over these artists like like Arm Live, uh, Gert Janssen, Dixon, um, they've really been kind of uh, good at spotting these kind of things. Um, and uh, I think our, our club scene, is, it's always kind of developing, but um, because of a cert like some certain rules, like, uh, like it, the clubs have to be closed by four, it means that we don't really have this kind of after-hours after scenario, which is still kind of disappointing unless it's illegal um, but I think uh, I think it can only grow bigger and bigger and especially with groups like Lighthouse Festival also now having having their their party there the last two years that has been something super special and I think only it can only grow which is mm -hmm. which is really exciting for yeah. sure yeah I think also something that people should take into account to South Africa is that it is like the house music mecca mm, like yeah. that is where house music lives you can go to a restaurant in johannesburg and some guy will have decks at the back and while you're having food he's playing like yeah. great music and there are there are lots of uh, younger guys i mean i mean some people are following are like vic Murray and bakaya and then the guys who run we house sundays like mm. lawrence dix kasim latif all those all those guys are really I mean, that's you want to hear house music? Go to mm -hmm. go to Cape Town or Johannesburg yeah. or Durban as well. Durban's more yeah. cool music, which is also DJ lag. There's, you know, I feel like there's always been this thing in South Africa where we try and be Eurocentric, um, and I feel like in the last couple of years we've been coming home to ourselves a lot more and kind of realizing what we can offer the world as opposed to trying to adopt outside kind of influences and I think the more we're realizing that the more we're I don't know happy with each other and making like really interesting stuff yeah yeah, yeah I also have the feeling um, due to the fact that the world even more gets connected you can get influences from other countries and bringing it together with local sound as well mm. and also I mean it's You also mentioned many um, DJs and festivals from abroad, but there are also many local organizers of festivals bringing something to life there, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but I mean, they have to partner with people every yeah. time from overseas. I know like Bazik is a new one now, which mm -hmm. is partnered with, I think it's Secret Garden mm. Festival or something in London and and another kind of... So, uh, There's not a lot of money that goes into the arts in South Africa, so we have to partner with people from overseas, like co-production stuff. Um, but it is great that they are they are booking a lot of um, local acts first, and then thinking about what they can add afterwards. I think, but 
yeah, people come for the big names really yeah. as well, you yeah. know, so, yeah. So scene is still growing. Still good, up and up. <laughs> right. And what about the club scene? Because when I was there in 2016, it was Ira I went to. Yeah. But it's closed, right? Or it has something. It's now called Reset. Yeah. yeah. So what are the clubs there? You can go to the Burkhine of, uh, <laughs> of Cape Town, which is modular. No, someone just asked me that once. Is, is uh in modular, like, is this like Burkheim? It's like, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> How could <But> you <laughs> even... Uh... Well, I mean, someone who's never been to Burkheim, yeah. I guess, but it, but modular is is cool and important as well. Like, yeah. there are these these little places. There's a new place called Town now that I know Oliver Schwari's played at, and um, there is... What's the other place in Greenpoint? Um, Look, I'll, I'll just go back to what I said before, and, like, Certain, certain factors, for example, like clubs having to close at 4 o'clock means that, I mean, if people are only going out at 12, like all the DJs only get like maybe an hour to play and I mean, how can you tell a story in an hour? I really feel like our, our club scene suffers and maybe that's why clubs can never stay open longer than like a couple years or something like that or like keep on having to move locations and... I, Unless like the law changes with like with with closing times and that sort of thing, I feel like it might always struggle. And again, it's the thing about like people in Cape Town not wanting to pay too much at the door, which means that also everything is almost of drink prices for trying to bring down international artists. And I just think like for these factors, it kind of suffers a bit. Like people, I think will know Cape Town for our, for our festivals rather than our, our club scene. Yeah, totally. What a pity. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, there are certain things that fit in certain places and that's, I think, maybe just how it should be sometimes. Like, we are, our summer festival circuit is, is amazing and you can have a really amazing time. But with the clubs, maybe it's not the right time now or you should check out somewhere else or I... I don't know, but for people who can't go somewhere else, there's, then it's a problem, you know, because you need to be able to see it in your hometown. So I hope that there were a couple of places of bullion bar and stuff that used to, like, be illegal and stay yeah. open late, which is great. Um, so uh, Patricia DeLille, if you're listening to this, is a mayor of Cape Town. <laughs> Let the party run, girl, please. <laughs> so you as artists in Cape Town also need to be more creative than, for example, artists in Berlin, I guess, where you just have plenty of possibilities to play, right? Yeah, I mean... I mean creative in, in being able to play somewhere or being able to present your work. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I said this before, but um, it's, it's also a thing about like the, the attention span of, of the audience. And I mean if people are going out with an open mind or not, or if people are going out and kind of expecting just music that they can kind of get fucked to and not really care as long as, like, the bass is loud or something like that. But um, there are definitely venues that do accommodate for, for, interesting, for interesting things to happen there. And, um, I mean, look, we're just, we're just hoping for constant growth and for people to be accommodating and hopefully for some new venues with new ideas, maybe something during the day on the weekend would be, would be cool yeah. and hopefully just something with a, 
a large sound system where it can be loud and people can just have a good have a good time. But um, but also that is open for an extended period of time where it's not so kind of like short and people expect a lot in a small amount of time. Yeah. Um, I think these things would really would really benefit our scene for sure. Yeah. And I mean that is quite a stark difference between back home and and over here in, in Berlin where like it's just it's just different. I mean like for example the the Carte Blau uh, party <laughs> might still be running now and <laughs> it's it's Monday. Yeah. yeah. And when did you leave the party? Um I oh, think we, yeah, we, we only stayed for a few beers afterwards and then uh, yeah, I had to go. Which means it's round about lunchtime on Saturday, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was, it was a great, like, great bunch of guys and a uh, really nice vibe in the place. So, yeah, we were super happy to, to play there and, um, yeah, the response is really nice too. Yeah. And... Apart from the music, what are your favorite spots at home? Could you, imagine you would have friends for a weekend there. What would you do with them? In Cape Town? Yes. Well, um, I guess this also relates to the album in a way that um, I, um, my Oma and Opa, my grandmother and grandfather, have a, um, they built a house uh, in a like, beach town called Hermanus. Um, which is just like really beautiful beach and beautiful mountains. And uh, when we did a lot of our recording, we would pack up the studio, Alex's studio, and take it to the the beach house and set it up there. And I would I would say predominantly like most of the tracks, maybe 60, 70% of the album was written in this house, you know, where... And where is it? How many hours is it away from Cape Town? It's, it's only about two hours mm -hmm. from Cape, two and a half hours uh, up the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's it's a close place for me. Also, uh, anywhere in the Eastern Cape and the Trans Sky, which is like the uh, real wild, beautiful place. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, so I mean, there's so many, so many places. Uh, Hogsback is amazing if you ever go to South Africa. That's mm -hmm. like crazy waterfalls um, and yeah, beautiful hiking trails. Um, yeah, just get out of Cape Town. <laughs> just, just go into the nature. Yeah. Um, for me, for I don't know where the obsession with people from Germany and penguins come from <laughs> but, <laughs> because we don't have them <laughs> but for some reason whenever I've had friends come to stay from from uh, from Germany or Berlin um, they seem like they have to go and see the penguins so I'm not saying this is a must do but this is something that always seems to seems to happen um, <laughs> otherwise um, uh, look Just the beach in Cape Town is amazing. For if you enjoy surfing, there are so many different places you can go that are just like really good quality waves and even like Landatno yeah, or like Landatno or I mean, uh, Glen Beach is also really good. Uh, the Breaks and Sea Point because it's right next to where where I'm living. Mm -hmm. They everyone says they're kind of dangerous and whatever, but um, it's just so close. Like why not? Um, <laughs> but uh, but like a really special place that is up the west coast which is more kind of um, like desert a little bit mm -hmm. it's like on the way to Namibia mm -hmm. it's about three and a half hours drive is a place mm -hmm. called Ilans Bay mm -hmm. where you can camp in the like the caravan site and um, 
kind of like buy some fish from the locals and make a like a fish barbecue kind of thing or we say brine in South Africa yeah. and um, also then on like a toll road from there there's amazing uh, like a seafood buffet place which was in like a really early surf film so everyone kind of knows it but doesn't know where it is <laughs> and um, that place is also really special there's yeah. just like there's nothing there besides from a couple of little shops and, yeah. and an amazing surfing break so like Yasha, Yasha has mentioned places on the east coast and that's uh, super beautiful this is kind of beautiful in, an, in another way where it's kind of just barren and desert and like really raw and um, it's, it's really special out that way as well yeah. and that's the special thing about South Africa the nature is so versatile you have parts where you feel like in the desert then you think like you're in the Alps then you're on the seaside so it's really really nice yeah and back to Berlin. Mm. You've been here for some months now. Any special coffee or restaurant you fell in love with? <laughs> just, <laughs> just the donor place downstairs. <laughs> no. uh, I don't know. Uh, Which one? I, I mean, for me, Burgermeister does the best burger. I mean, come on, it really is great for what it, for what, what it costs. Um, and no disrespect to this pizza place it's really trashy but I love it it's called Vivo it's oh, yeah. like, it is just like ridiculously cheap and the guys are super nice there but um, I'm not saying it's the best pizza best pizza maybe Massaniello's um, near, near uh, Hermannplatz but um, mm -hmm. I don't know Yash do you have any, any favourites? I don't know I just know good coffee and that's probably that place Concierge has really that's um, my friend Alex she showed me that um, that's really nice but to be honest most of the time I'm here trying to spend as little money as possible <laughs> like I'll, I'll currency the rand is like 17 to 1 at the moment so yeah, yeah we, 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 I mean you can come to our kitchen we'll make you some amazing food there but yeah. <laughs> outside of there that's about it <laughs> okay so please buy more <laughs> please <laughs> So this is your chance now <laughs> to tell <Exactly>. the people. <laughs> no, but it's really nice. I mean, um, going to the record store, it's also a nice experience. And there you can buy the record. <laughs> so um, tell us about your plans for the next month. I mean, the album will be released beginning of 2019. What are or what is your vision actually for the next year? Well, I, I'm in. Uh, I, I have another job. I write and direct films, so I'm currently um, in the writing phase, finishing uh, this draft that I've been commissioned to write, uh, which is a film that takes place in South Africa. So I have to spend some time there with pre-production at the start of uh, next year. But then, as soon as the album comes out, I'll be coming over to meet uh, Alex, yeah. and we will probably have a, a tour lined up or something to take it to as many people as possible and yeah I think I mean it just makes sense for me to to move over here but I also have to take into consideration this other journey I'm on um, back in South Africa so it's gonna be tumultuous probably but um, yeah I just I just want to play live it's yes. about as much yeah yeah. So, yeah, 
Stokes, I don't know how you feel. Yeah, well, just uh, you said the next kind of months coming up. I mean, of course, there's just a bit of like, um, just a little bit of discussions that we need to have with uh, Matches and Thomas. Obviously, well, not obviously, but uh, we finished we finished the album like already some some time ago, and in that space of time, we've also written new tracks which we now really like. So there has to be some kind of conversation along the <laughs> along the line, which which are going to make the cut and which which might not. So um, yeah, we all have to sit down and kind of discuss this with them and. Um, and then, like, also some kind of fun things, like uh, speaking about the artwork and um, yeah. and track listing, and um, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's all looking super positive, and um, yeah, I'm super excited for for this to kind of come out, and hopefully, hopefully, people like it as much as we enjoyed writing it. Yeah, absolutely. And how can people reach out to you? What are the next gigs you're playing? And um, how can they like? What is your Facebook page? How could they? What is the name on the SoundCloud page? How can they reach out to you? Um, <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. I think our next show is potentially in Switzerland, but I won't say too much about that yet because it's still in confirmation stages. Um, and some things to look forward to back in Cape Town. Um, some. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, we're handling all most of our own stuff. Um, we're kind of waiting for the right people to work with on that side. We've got some people to talk to, but we're going to see what happens. We want to keep it close for now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if, if I, I mean, Instagram is where we're, I, we're posting a lot of stuff, which is atlia underscore RSA. Um, uh, SoundCloud is also atlia RSA. Um, mm -hmm. And Facebook as well, atlia RSA. You can find us there. RSA is Republic of South Africa, by the way, yeah. for anyone. Who, <laughs> yeah, for anyone who's. I knew yeah. SA would be South Africa, but R. Okay, Republic. Okay. Yeah. Um, Banana Republic, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Waves Republic. <laughs> Something like that. Really yeah. sweet amigos. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you very much. Um, I keep you. my fingers crossed for the upcoming months. It's really great what you did up to now. So um, I'm really excited what the future will bring. And thank you for taking the time today. Thank you very much for having us. And you have a wonderful um, platform. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you like this podcast episode and interview with the interesting shooting stars from Cape Town currently in Berlin. Feel free to follow them around on their social media accounts and also feel free to follow Tunes and Wings on Instagram or on Facebook. And yeah, feel free to connect with like-minded people from all over the world. Maybe you also want to connect with people from Cape Town. Then join us in the closed community on Facebook. It's called Tunes and Wings Community. And I'm looking forward meeting you there. Thank you for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned.